Hey everyone, this is Chris Posty-Posterson. If you don't know me yet, I help Scoots with some of the edits of the Sleep With Me podcast every week. And every few weeks, Scoots asks me to take an episode that we've already aired and enhance it with some music and sound design to make a special edition deluxe episode. We do this as a thank you to all those of you who are out there supporting the show on Patreon.com. If you are supporting it, thank you very much. If you aren't yet and you're hearing this and you enjoy the show, you can go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron, P-A-T-R-O-N, and you can help us continue to make the show. Thanks, guys. Hi, are you awake all night having trouble sleeping, wanting to go on a boat ride into the middle of the ocean while Scoots talks to you as a fictional character on the CB radio? Well, welcome. You've come to the right place. This is Sleep With Me Podcast, special edition, deluxe episode number three. For those of you who are regular listeners to the Sleep With Me Podcast, um, I think maybe this week, quite recently, we re- aired an episode where Scoot's neighbor, Ray, went onto an airplane and spoke to you from the airplane. I was thinking what we could maybe do for this week's special deluxe edition episode was take you onto some other form of transportation and have Ray speak to you. So I have taken you onto a small rowboat with a CB radio. Uh, and we're going to row into the middle of the ocean. It's a gentle night with small waves, a small thunderstorm brewing in the distance, but not much danger. And you will hear Scoot's neighbor, Ray, telling you about his trip to Disney World. Uh, That's it. I hope this helps you get to sleep. Thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the show. And good night. I guess it's just moody. So I would see him and I would be out enjoying 
stopped out outside and they're saying, hello world, this is your friend Ray, I love you so. Uh, hello birds, hello tree, all oh, the flowers, you know, it's full cool living life. And sometimes he would cross paths and say, he'd be in a wonderful mood, he'd have a little bit of funny things to say. And you know, I can't speak for his journey, but uh, you know, all of this podcast has really changed him. He is...
Uh, but I'm sure the people that worked on it worked very hard. And, and the idea is, and if you think about it, you say, okay, Ray, well, it's not going to have Mickey Mouse and those things. And this was before they had purchased Pixar or, you know, and way before Lucasfilm or Marvel, uh, which are going to go down as two of the greatest, uh, well, you see three acquisitions or mergers or whatever you call these things. In the history of corporate business, uh, you don't get any bigger than those three things. Uh, but so, uh, okay, so California Adventure, it's made based on the uh, uh, real and the, the law of California, the state of California. So you have different sections of the park uh, themed to different historical, uh, they have like a little Hollywood section. And this is just the first time I went there. I did not go when I, when I would open, but then it has like a, a forest type section, a, like a air desert section. It has a bug section. You know, every, every place has got bugs, but that's the children's part. Uh, it has an old boardwalk, seaside amusement section, and then I think it has. Uh, yeah, that might be it. Here's a little San Francisco Fisherman's Wharf place to eat. Uh, now, when the, before they remodeled the park, let me walk you through uh, before and after, because they have, you know, these Disney parks a lot, and most of the time they have a main street, right, where you can do your shopping, and you can buy your sundries, you can buy toys and T-shirts. You used to buy film and cigarettes back in once or once in a blue moon ago. Uh, but mostly where you're buying your souvenirs, you know. And when the park first opened, I don't, okay, I remember now. It had a big letters that said California. And then you'd go, you could take your picture with those letters and then you'd go through the turnstiles and there's a bridge for the monorail that was like the Golden Gate Bridge, I believe. Like a small kind of chintzy version, which I, I never I never very much appreciated. Now, I'm not sure if that's still there or not, but it, when you first walked into the park before they remodeled it, on both sides of the main street, it, it was not perfectly designed, but it had these wonderful murals, these murals of... Uh, I know that's the wrong thing. What are those things called with the little tiles you make? The little broken pieces of tile. For some reason, I cannot remember. Uh, but it has this beautiful mo mosaic. That is the word. This beautiful, huge mosaic murals. Oh, and Ma I can picture Mary Blair if she could have seen these things. They were very, very impressive. Now, I don't know what happened to them. Maybe they're gone. And I believe, and I just remember being impressed, I don't remember the details, but I think it was mostly, you know, the history of California and the wonder of California. Uh, but then beyond the murals, like the stores below, I don't think it was perfect with like the traffic flow. And so other than the murals, it was kind of a blah street. And then as you got to the end of the street, I think there was a couple of sun sculptures but there was no, 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 the, the, the theme park designers, they use this term, not, my, not your friend Ray, but they call it a weenie, you know. And it's something when you go to the theme park, you see it in the distance, and it says, hey, come over here, you know, they didn't have a weenie there. Uh, like in the Disney parks, you have the castle, you know. Or in the Animal Kingdom, you got a big old tree, the tree of life. In Epcot, you got the ball. Uh, in the MGM studio thing, you got the Manchester Grammans Theater. And in this one, you had nothing, you know. Uh, so in the remodel, they, they, they fixed that. So you'd go down the street, and there was murals. Uh, but I think one of the things was it was set in the present day. And so that was the first thing they fixed. When they redid the park, they, they made it look like Hollywood in the 19, you know, in the heyday of war. So they built this beautiful theater with a big tower that's a weenie, uh, based on the Carpe Circle Theater. I don't know if that, that's what they called it, the park. I don't know what the one in Hollywood is called. I don't know if it's called the same thing. Uh, but that's your weenie. It's this beautiful, beautiful, old-fashioned looking building. It says, hey, come on down and see us. And in the main street, you know what it has, uh, 
you know, shops and things and the exterior seem to that period, 1930s, 1940s, I'm not sure. And then now they have old-fashioned street cars and things like that. Uh, so it really gives you a sense of place instead of having girls, beautiful girls, which was good. But you say, what, what am I in the present day? I could go to freaking uh, Six Flags at the end of the present day. Uh, so for Ray, this is a positive. Other than losing the murals, I like to be immersed, and I say, okay. And then now, now when you get to the end of the street, not only do you have the theater, which is a couple of nice restaurants, and you got a place you can get ice cream, you got coffee, and you got places you can buy your sundries. Uh, but they also have this little plaza there at the end of the street where you can see not just one, but two shows. Now, Ray runs the shows. And one is like a jazz a singer with a backup band. I think it's called like uh, uh, Five in the Dimes or some, something. I'm not sure, but it's this lovely young woman with a beautiful voice and then backup singers. And then they also have a show because they have an old-fashioned Los Angeles-style streetcar with the newsboys, like a newsy-style musical show with these young men. Uh, hanging off the car and singing and dancing, and, it, and, and they, you know, they don't go on at the same time, so that's like, oh, you know, I forget what they call that, but, uh, you know, the motion, kinetic motion, I think it's called, cool. and so that is exciting. Now, my friends, when you get to the theater, you, you also see another weenie, which is this mountain that looks like a wolf, I believe, or a bear, I think it's a bear, a grizzly bear. It's made out of rock like you'd see in Yosemite or something. And I think it's called Grizzly Peak, and that has water coming all the way, and it's surrounded by greenery. And when you get to this part, you have a choice like a lot of these Disney bikes. You can go right, you can go left, or you can go straight. And your friend Ray, I'm torn on where to take you first, because I don't know if I'll have time to take you through the whole block. But this would be the same choice when you first came into the park, you know, either, either the earlier park or the older park. It would just be a lot quieter. Uh, back in the day, there would be, you know, a lot less people. So let me just talk about that, because one of the things Ray loved when there was less people was they had the Pixar parade uh, during the day. And one of the first few times I went there, you know, I could have myself a little drink and I had myself an ice cream and the big operator would come by. I wouldn't have to worry about where I was going to sit or stand because there wasn't that many people. And now you got to kind of find a spot, a jockey for a spot. But it's not that big a deal, my friends, you know. And then they also used to have the, the old-fashioned Main Street Electrical Parade from the old Disney parks, the old-fashioned one. And it was, it was such a fun thing. Uh, so that was very exciting as well. Uh, so those were two nice things. Pixar Parade still, which is very good. And that happens to the way after them, and that's a lovely thing, so you should check that out for sure. Now, if you're arriving at the beginning of the day, like Ray Wood, you know, but I'm taking you on a leisurely journey you know, of imagination. Uh, but if you were there when it first opened, you would probably just go and you'd wait in line, and then you would go to Crossland to ride the radiators to the cars ride. Because that gets very, very busy because everybody wants to ride it. It's a fun ride. And it's based on the movie Cars, so you can go check that out. If you first thing where you get a pass, a fast pass for that, but you, you also have to wait in line for that. Or you could split your body up and one person gets a fast pass and somebody else goes and likes the ride. And the other most popular ride is at the back of the park. It's a Toy Story ride. And 3D, where you, you interact. with tile and 
looking out on the balconies. And as we pass that on the left, the, the Grizzly Mountains on the right, it's got water towns and greenery. And then we'll go up here. Yeah, and, and then coming up on our left is the largest land. And in Bunch Lane, it's a nice little place. You can pick out a pretty movie about to be a park with the characters from the movie about life. And it's very fun. You know, you don't know those pretty movies with stuff. You know, it's like a 4D movie, yeah, with tag my friends. And so that is worth checking out. And then they have a little kids' ride there for the younger kids. For all the kids, you know, I, I'm not sure of the age limits. And I wouldn't say go there at the beginning of the day, but at some point go in and check in. Now you also know that nowadays they have all these applications where you can check what the wait times are. And then makes the next day, oh, there's no wait over there for the ladybug ride. Let me go do the ladybug ride. Uh, and then they have, you know, so they have a little ladybug ride. They have a little ride where you ride around in walnuts. That's like a kind of like a tiny uh, wheel, what else called? Wheel of Fortune or whatever those things and, and then they have, uh, they have a little mini roller coaster with a little kids, a couple other things. It's worth checking out. And it's beautifully themed, so that is another nice, so, so that is the Bucks Land. And then you also see on the right as we pass the Bucks Land, there's a very nice restaurant there, I don't know what it's called. And they have wine there, and they have a little lounge that you could sit on and people watch. Now, poor Scooter, he can't go to these places anymore. Uh, so I don't tell him, but I love to just sit up there and, and have myself a little, a little drinky, put a little more look down there. And do a little people watching at some point in the day when I need a little distance, you know. Uh, and also, now if, if, you, if you do like that, you go over there at, at right around dusk because the, the cross land is right across from it. And right at nightfall, at a certain time, you can ask one of the workers, the wonderful workers at the inbox. And they'll tell you, they'll turn on all the neon that the, the wonderful Pixar people, Lasseter and all those people have designed in this cars land. And it is an amazing place. I don't even know if we should go there on this trip. Maybe I'll take you there. So but maybe that'll be another trip. I don't know. But if you keep walking class, the cars land. So the cars land is new. And there's actually three ways to go in there. We go in there and you're on the left and you see a little meter. I guess we'll go into Cars Land a little bit in more detail another time. But as you go in here from the left, you, you go in, you got a little Mater suit, a little Mater ride where you ride in a little, uh, I think Mater sings, and you ride in little pickup trucks. So that's a fun little ride uh, for kids and families, and you can laugh a lot. And it features the comedy singing of the Cable Guy. What, I think that's his name. What's his name? Cable Guy? Very funny guy. And then on the right across from me, you have like the shim of the shops from the movie. So you have the uh, hippie guy and the military guy. And I think you can buy some treats and some, uh, some what do you call them, uh, uh, souvenirs. And then as you keep going further, you get the, uh, the motel from the show is on the left. Now it's called the Cone. Everywhere, and oh, it looks like you're literally in Cosland. 
Thank you. 